Hello and welcome to the Dear Mama, You're Going to Find Your Joy Again podcast. I'm here today with Carrie, who is amazing. Uh, We got chatting and I immediately knew that I wanted to have her on so that she could share her wisdom and just her value with other moms. So Carrie, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you explain what you do, who you help and why you help them. Yeah, super. Well, thanks so much for having me here. Um, Likewise, I was so excited to talk with you again. <laughs> I feel like we were just hit it off and we could have kept yes. going the last time. So thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's fun I'm to be so here. so glad that you could come. Yeah. So um, yeah, I am a coach. I'm a coach for moms. And more specifically, um, I'm a professional coach who supports working women, you know, ambitious working women, and also women who are navigating transitions mm-hmm. in their life, navigating transitions, perhaps out of the workforce, back into the workforce. So I really stand for women and moms really creating what they want in their lives. And yeah. especially for moms, and I'm a mom too, we give, give, give. And yes. everyone else, you know, in front. And there's so much joy and, you know, meaning in that. And I really love just creating a sanctuary, a safe place for my mom clients to show up where I'm standing for them. I'm asking them questions. I'm helping them really figure out what is motherhood, career, and self all look like for them. I love that. That's when we chatted, I was like, when you say coach, it just is someone who's in your corner, who is cheering for you, who can give you that little tough love when you need it and kind of give you a kick in the pants if you need it, but also to be there to talk with and encourage you and help you have that space to be able to talk out, you know, things that are going on. And you mentioned, so you help moms in transition. So we got chatting about we're both moms that stay at home. Obviously, we're working from home. And so Mm -hmm. if you have clients that come to you that are moms, what is the biggest thing that you find is that they're telling you or that they need help with? What is the, you know, the big two or three things that you can think of right off that are just like, yes, this is something that so many moms face? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great question. There's a whole bunch of things. The, <laughs> the first thing, probably not surprisingly, that comes up a lot is just this state of overwhelm mm-hmm. that we all can get into, um, you know, despite our best intentions, you know, about being intentional, being mindful, trying right? to do all those things, life can get overwhelming. So that's definitely one area life being overwhelming. Um, The other thing I find comes up quite a bit is that, especially if you're a mom and a couple years after becoming a mom for their first time, I think there becomes this point in time where it's like, you realize that you can keep these humans alive. They're doing well. (laughs) And then this point of like, what, what's next for me? You know, what what else can I do um, that doesn't necessarily detract from my family and my commitment there, but could actually make me even a stronger mom. Like, so what's next for me? Like, what are, what's, what do you want? What do you really, really want? Kind of what's Mm -hmm. that future? And I know I personally experienced firsthand kind of, and we can chat maybe later about that, but like getting into that phase of losing your purpose and kind of losing what's next for you. So that would be the second one. So overwhelm, the second one kind of dreams or what's next. And the third thing that comes up a lot in pretty much every conversation I have with, with moms is these stories that we have in our head. Mm -hmm. Um, We have so many stories and we have often they're like limiting beliefs or things that we can't do this or 
it didn't go well the last time or, you know, I'm not good at this so that no one will. So stories are so interesting because we often don't even realize we have them. And I, through conversations, I really bring those out of Mm -hmm. people and, and we have these really interesting conversations about just the meaning, like what meaning are you attaching to this? I love that. So so those are the three. I mean, I could go on, but it's just, the other thing I would just mention before I'll, I'll pause is that oftentimes too, with moms, the way you do one thing in your life is the way you do other things. So a working mom might come to me and talk about something about they're navigating a situation with their manager. And then the conversation becomes less about that manager conversation. And it becomes more about how do you communicate overall? Like how do you communicate children and your husband? So the conversations ebb and flow between personal and professional. Mm -hmm. That's a great point because obviously it spills over into every aspect of your life. And if you're experiencing a little bit of a hard time in one area, it definitely goes into the other areas. And I think every mom has been if you dial it back a little bit when you start to get upset or you can feel yourself getting in that uh, moment is if you actually take a step back and and really focus and say, why am I so upset right now? Mm-hmm. It's because it is not because of, you know, my child spilled the glass of milk for like the 50th time today. It's mm-hmm. because I'm upset about this conversation that I had with my husband or I'm exhausted and it mm-hmm. just it snowballs into that. So that does not surprise me that you're like, this is what I see, you know, Mm -hmm. because moms are, we try to hold it together, I feel like for everybody. So it's, it's definitely a lot sometimes. And to express that, do you find that moms, when they come to you, do they have a hard time telling you exactly where they're having trouble? Or is that pretty easy? They just open up and they're like, this is what's going on. Mm, yeah, I, I really, de- it really depends. It really depends. There are certain people who are very open right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then I do notice sometimes there, there are others and there's never a make wrong in any of this, but some people might talk more about their job or more talk right. about kind of this, um, more factual things. And that in and of itself can become a coaching opportunity, right. you know, okay. and that's where as a coach, I'm like a mirror, mm-hmm. I'm a reflective where I'm not in their stuff. Like I'm not in all the details, but I can reflect back. And, you know, I could just say, you know, you know, I noticed that, you know, we're talking a lot about X, Y, or Z. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what do you make of that? You know, things like that. And, and that could then become an opportunity. So right. Yeah, everyone's comfort level is different, but I mm-hmm. I always just want to create I want to create that safe place mm-hmm. for for people because I like to say coaching with me is like going to someone other than HR or other than <laughs> your partner. Yes, the safe space. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because sometimes you can't go to HR about everything. No, no. And then yeah. also same with your partner. I mean, we all want to go for many many things, and of course we do. And right. I think. There's, you know, you can get things from other people other than your partner too. And sometimes a different perspective can be helpful. Yes, for sure. Just being able to have someone say, listen, just take a breath and let's just work through this. (laughs) I love that. When Mm -hmm. I talked to you before and you were mentioning the safe space, I was like, I can see myself being able to open up to you because you do give off that very calm and understanding and just listening 
And that's where when you're talking about, you know, the moms in the workforce and the moms transitioning. So if you have a mom who is transitioning from, say, she's gone from like a corporate job or just a career and she's trans obviously transitioned into a stay at home mom. Mm -hmm. And now her littles are a little bit bigger and she's starting to have those questions of should I, should I do this? Should I do that? I mean, what's your one thing that you would tell a mom if she's kind of questioning, should I take this leap mm -hmm. and start doing something for myself? And I know from personal experience, just the emotions that come with that is that you do feel guilty for taking that time or taking that attention away from your family. Mm -hmm. So for her having those thoughts of, you know, I'm not going to be able to pay attention to my family. You know, how do you navigate that and, and try to do what's best for you? Because obviously when your kids get a little bigger, they don't need you as much mm -hmm. to do everything for them. So it's okay to take that time and go do your own thing. So for your advice, you know, what would you say to like, say me that was like, you know, I'm considering doing something else, but I feel really guilty about even just thinking about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. You know what, what I would probably do in that situation is actually ask the mom to take a step back, actually almost like go up a ladder, 10 steps on a ladder and look down on their life. And I, I ask this question a lot. Like if you look three years out from now, what do you want your life to look like mm -hmm. in three years from now? And I actually help them gain some elevation there. Okay. First, because once you gain the elevation of like what, and it doesn't have to be three years. It could be six months. It could be a year, whatever it is. Um, once you gain some elevation of what you actually want to create, mm -hmm. you're putting yourself in this kind of more creative, possibility, empowered state. And then from there, we can work backwards to today. You know, And then, okay, you know where you want to head. Mm -hmm. Now you have a different context of how you might make a decision of the should I, should I this, or should I do that. <laughs> okay. Um, and then that's, so that's one thing I would say. The other thing is, you know, I think this is so telling. Like when I say like to a mom, like, what do you want? You know, they'll say, blah, 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 blah. And that's like, okay, got it. I hear you. <laughs> all and what do you really, really want? Yes. 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 And I think it, and I, this, this happened to me because when I had a coach in this very point in time, when I was a stay at home mom transitioning back into what I was going to do next. And I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, yeah. I, I did never gave myself that time and place to actually think about what I really, really want. Mm -hmm. And I think there, there's lots of logistics and there's lots of considerations that go into choices. Of course, right. you know, I'm not trying to say that we all can be dreamers and create anything and everything, right? And I would also just encourage people to say like, if you never think about that, mm -hmm. hey, well, then it will never ever happen. Right. So, you know, there's an opportunity to kind of blend the practicality with kind of thinking long-term and right. what, making something possible because, you know, we get to say, we get to say, and I think, I think also when you're transitioning back into the workforce as a mom, I think there's some incredible advantages for moms in the workforce. I, mm -hmm. I think I've seen moms become actually better at their jobs because they're moms mm -hmm. now. Because um, you learn how to do all the stuff. Yeah. And the emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. the boundaries, 
you know, you're, you're not afraid to hold your boundaries because right. you have something so, so incredible on the other side of that right. um, meeting. And so holding boundaries and just, you know, being able to stand more for your own schedule and stand more for, you know, where you're going to input yourself in projects or not. Mm-hmm. So it can be, I think, an, an advantage to you um, going back to the workforce as a mom. Right. And that makes sense because you learn so much about yourself as a person and you learn, I mean, before becoming a mom, if you had have told me literally seven years ago, you're going to have your own podcast and you're going to have these boundaries and you're not, you're, you're, you're going to leave your career and you're going to have this whole new concept of what it means to actually put others before you. I mean, you as moms, we all know you don't shower sometimes and especially in the beginning, but just the, like you said, the emotional intelligence of just being able to, it's, you're a completely different person. I mean, people that say, I, I go back to the saying where all the moms say, oh, I'm, I just want to get back to me. I'm like, you're never going to be that person who you were before you were a mom, but mm-hmm. you've grown so much. So mm-hmm. in the workforce, i I can totally see that with moms being like, just, nope, I'm done this meeting. I'm not taking any more, Mm -hmm. setting that boundary. I have to be home. Like, I love that you encourage moms too to be like, no, you can be amazing at your job because you're a mom. You handle all this stuff and now you're going into the workforce. And I think maybe some days it's easier in the workforce than handling (laughs) your kids because you can kind of put a stop to, okay, we're leaving this here and then we're going home where at home you're just constantly in it. So I, I love that you're like, no, you can, you can be amazing. So don't, don't put that as, you know, a fear that you're not going to be good at your job because I think that is maybe a little bit of a fear is that you've been out of that workforce and now you're going back. And do you find that women feel like they have to prove that they are going to be maybe uh, 10 times better than they were if they're returning to the same job or if they're coming into a new job, they really have to prove that they can handle everything as they go back. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would encourage if, if a mom's going back and you know, they, the job is set, right. They've signed the offer. They're, they're going back. I would encourage them to just, tell themselves, Hey, I've already proven that I belong here. Right. So I don't think they have to prove anything else. I think they have to just show up and then make the transition work for them. Okay. Because whenever you're in a transition, it's an opportunity to like put a, a clean slate, right? You know, clean slate in place. Um, just like, you know, the start of new year, people might put new intentions in place. You know, it's really hard to make big shifts off in time in your job when you've like been there for five, 10, 15, right. when you're coming back in, like you have, you have an opportunity to mm-hmm. make it the way you want to go. Right. Yeah. So I think, I think women should you know, just own their, own their greatness, you know, going back. Yes. Um, you know, cause you know, moms, we're the, you know, we're so emotionally strong, so mm-hmm. mentally strong, so physically strong, you know, we're the glue, you know, that whole yes. thing. <laughs> And, and with the transition too, sometimes what comes up is mom's fear. Well, I've been doing it all. How am Mm -hmm. I going to be able to keep doing it all? Right. And the definition of all like shifts, like, Mm -hmm. because the context is totally different. Now, if you're going back to work, 
things are just going to have to move around. You know, there's just going to have to be things moved around. And it's an opportunity to just like sit down collectively with your partner and just kind of put your, both of your brains together on it to make it work. And that's awesome. If you have a supportive partner, if they can obviously be understanding that I think too, as women, when you go back into something like this, there are a lot of emotions, not to say men and whoever your partner is don't have that, but Mm -hmm. just saying that women going back, especially if you're leaving your children or, you know, if you have young kids and you're leaving your, your children and you have to go back to work, there's a lot of emotion tied to that where, I think if you have a partner who is just very aware and can be empathetic to that, it makes it so much easier with, I remember the first day when my first daughter was born, (laughs) I had, I saved up all my vacation, all my um, pay time off. So I had a solid about three and a half months. Mm -hmm. And then I took, I said, nope, once three and a half months came, I said, I'm just going to take a month and a half unpaid. I don't care. I can't go back. I just, I could not. And so when I went back, she, my oldest was, I think she was almost six months and my mother was watching her and it was only two days and it was for maybe six hours and it was 45 minutes away. I cried the whole way to work (laughs) and I knew she was with my mom. I knew she was safe. I knew she was fine. I cried because I, there was just something in me that was like, I should not be leaving my child and blah, blah, blah. But then I got to work and it was, it was the first couple of days was hard. But then once I got into that, it was easier. And obviously I got into a flow, but I mean, I think just with moms that emotional, you know, there's just, that tug of, you know, I don't want to leave my kids. And, but, you know, obviously everybody has to make their own choice for what is best for them and what you feel. And so do you work with moms who transition from the workforce into stay at home moms? Is that, do you help them as well to kind of figure out if they are stay at home moms or they want to be stay at home moms? Do you work with them as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Those are also transitions that I work with as well. And, and I think what's so like interesting about becoming a mom is I know, I know people and I have clients that, you know, they have, they have a child and and they just, they say, I'm definitely going back to work. You know, Mm -hmm. I need work. Like taking the finances out of it, just like, you know, I really want to go back to work like for, you know, for myself, for my career. And then they go back to work and they're like, Oh my gosh, I can't do that. (laughs) I have to stay at home. And then I work with people who, stay at home mm-hmm. and they're like they're like they really really want to stay at home and then they're like oh my gosh I have to go right. back to work <laughs> I <laughs> which I totally this. understand <laughs> yeah. yeah so so it's both all the transitions mm-hmm. yeah and you know it's all also normal I wanted to put that in there like where you were talking about you know what you said about like crying in the car and all that like you know for anyone listening like you know, if you are like crying in the bathroom at work, like mm-hmm. normal, or if you are, you know, a working parent and you're like late to the soccer game for the fifth time in a row, like it's normal. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's like okay. all this, all this is so, so normal. I, I mm-hmm. so, and it doesn't mean anything about you. Like right. it doesn't mean anything about you. And so you're like, still a good mom. mom. You're a great mom. No yeah. matter what. <laughs> yeah. Next time, if you, if you are late, it's like, just ask yourself, this is kind of a tip, like ask yourself, like, what am I making it mean? What am I mm-hmm. making it mean that I'm late to this soccer game? 
Right. Or, you know, what am I making it mean that I have all this laundry piled up? You know, because it's, yeah, all of this stuff is so, so normal. And mm-hmm. it's, I, I think just talking out loud about it is super helpful and healthy yes. for everybody because yes. you might think you're like the only one going through it or mm-hmm. you can't hold it all together. But the reality is, is you, you can hold it all together by locking arms with people who see yes. you and stand for you and and know that you are, you are whole and complete just as you are. Like nothing yes. has to be fixed here. I love that. That's a, I think so many moms feel like, you know, you try so hard to hold it all together and then mm-hmm asking for help is a very hard thing. And so once you are going through these transitions, it's like, oh man, I think I really need to ask for help and that I struggle. I'm getting better at this. I'm very much trying to work on it with just, you know, you have to delegate some things or you have to ask for help or really, I mean, you have to figure out what to take off your plate because maybe you can't you can do it, but maybe everything is draining you. And so you need to really look at what's important. And if you are struggling with that, then yeah, you need that support. That's huge. And I, I wish that there were more coaches like you. And I hope that just hearing this, people will reach out and look for coaches if they're in those transitions or even just you know, questioning. I mean, for, for myself, like I said, I'm a stay-at-home mom. So if you have some a, a mom come from a career, like yeah. she just left it and her kids, you know, maybe are two or three and she's a stay-at-home mom. And so she's really kind of struggling with, you know, I want to be home with my kids, but mm-hmm. I just feel like I want to do something different. And mm-hmm. maybe she can't return to her career that she had, but do you help her like explore those areas that maybe she could I know some of it is that you want to obviously give um, income to your family mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, but helping her explore, you know, you can stay home with your kids, but let's talk and see, you know, where, where we can help you and where you can start to find yourself again, I guess you would say. And yeah. that. Abs- yeah, absolutely. I love what you said, like find, find your, find yourself again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And people do that in all sorts of ways. You know, people, can do that by just reminding themselves about something they used to do that they really mm-hmm. liked and just trying it on again, you know, trying it on for size, mm-hmm. literally. It's not, and maybe it's, or, and it's also could be your favorite sweater that you have. Right. Yeah. Just put that back on. Yes. I know you and I chatted about nails. I yes. Think I'm like, if you just have pretty nails and a really cute shirt, yeah. I mean, it makes your day. It really does yeah. because you just feel like you're you again, or yeah. you just feel more confident. It's funny how that stuff works, but. Yes. Just little things and fresh air is good. Yes. Um, just like micro breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was, you know, feeling, you know, going through some like lulls in motherhood, sometimes just talking to, <laughs> talking to like random people on the phone, like, yes. know, like, you know, you have to talk to like your, the nurse or something or to make an appointment at the doctor's office. It's so incredible when you like get out of your own stuff and get out of your yes. own head and actually have to talk to someone else about something else. It really changes your day. Or like, oh, the Trader Joe's. Oh my gosh, the Trader Joe's. Do you have Trader Joe's where you live? We, I think there's one maybe two and a half hours away. We're. Oh, okay. I know. I'm so. I'm upset because everyone's like Trader Joe's is so oh, awesome. I'm oh like, gosh. I've never been. Oh, well, the people who work there are so nice. They talk to you at the checkout. Oh, They're so awesome. lovely. Yeah. Um. It's- but but. Moving from Trader Joe's back to something else. 
um, is one of the things I do a lot with people is talking about how, and this speaks to kind of like God, finding yourself again, or maybe getting mm-hmm. out of a rut or something is we have, we all have this kind of what I call our survival mode mm-hmm. or our automatic ways of being. And it's not bad. It's not a make wrong because right. it, it helps you survive. It actually helps you do things. It helps right. you forward. And you can be super efficient and have everything together coming from that survival place. What I invite people to do is I just, I have this whole exercise for them to discover their highest and best qualities. And oh. what's so interesting, especially as moms, like we don't necessarily always see that in ourselves, mm-hmm. especially when you're kind of in the trenches. And so yes. oftentimes another tip for moms is not only to think about, okay, what can I do next? Or, you know, whether it's paint my nails or go for a walk or something, but it's also asking your question, like, how do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Or how do I want to be? And when, when my clients can discover their essence, if you will, or these highest and best qualities, then they have this other like door they can walk through. They're like, Mm -hmm. I can come at it from being this. And that's just another really kind of unique thing about coaching um, that I encourage people to do because it's, you could be having the same conversation, saying the same thing to someone at work or your partner, but you could be being a totally different person right? in, in both situations. Right. So do you want to be about it? Like, do you want to be collaborative about it? Do you want to be... Um, coming from a place of connection? Do you want to come mm-hmm. from a place of love? Or do you want to come at it from a place of like resentment or anger? Right. Or fear? So those things also really help to mm-hmm. just get out of those uh, kind of stages. You describe that so well, the uh, because I yeah. think, I mean, I've described it as just like, it, it's like the sucky part. I'm like, this, yeah. this sucks. And I, it's yeah. just... Oh, and it is. You're in those trenches and you feel like it is never going to end. And you just mm-hmm. I love how you put it, though, is that depending on who you're talking with, you're playing your, you know, your partner or someone at work. Obviously, you're going to be different with someone at work than you are with your partner. And so if you're trying to get advice or talk anything through, you need that neutral party that is not going to see you in a spouse way or a worker way, they can just kind of cut through it and see this is where you really need to focus and let's get out of that space and really figure out what's going on. So I I love it. I love, I had never realized that there was a coach for moms to transition to go from, you know, stay at home mom to working back into the workforce or vice versa. So I'm so glad that I stumbled upon you because oh, <laughs> I think yeah. you have so much value to add and just, I mean, you're, so you're a working mom right now. Yeah. Working and mom. So do you work from home or do you have an actual office space that you go into? No, I work from home. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. My kids are third grade and first grade. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just, I work from home and the way I've, See, with working with my coach many years ago, I was able to kind of create this for myself where like, I still take them to the bus stop. I'm still mm-hmm. there from the, when I wake up to the bus stop and then I still pick them up from the bus stop. And so I've created mm-hmm. my, my day where I'm still with them, you know, mm-hmm. when I choose to be with them, <laughs> like right. you know, when, it works, <laughs> when it works for us. Um, and, 
and then I, you know, I work my schedule around mm-hmm. that. And awesome. I remember, I remember when I was um, becoming a coach initially. I mean, I did have a little fear of that, like mm-hmm. my own fear around. You know, when you're starting a new business, there's this feeling of, oh, I got to be available at all times for yes. And so, I remember even my husband saying, like, you, know, you might be having to have like late calls or something, right, for all these people. And I, and I said, well, yes, that's one way I could create it. And I'm going to strive really to create my coaching life the way I would encourage them to create their lives, right? to create your boundaries, to create the schedule that you need and want, and then Mm -hmm. to stand by that, you know, and there's exceptions, but that's, that's so important to me. So, so I chose this career because I can have, I can have that balance. And mm-hmm. and that came from me thinking about that higher level question of like, what do I really want? Right. Like, what do I want my life to look like? Um, you know, three, three, you know, a year down the road when I was thinking about this. Right. Yeah. And so you, you work <laughs> from home. So what advice yes. would you give any moms that are like, I think I can do the work from home or maybe are working at home? Yeah. Because it can be a little crazy. You you yeah. and I were both going back and forth like, I think this time works for me. Uh, yeah. And then it was like, uh, if the kids are in bed or, you know, my husband <laughs> can take the kids. <laughs> and so it's juggling. But, you know, what advice would you give to a mom mm-hmm. that's working from home that feels like, okay, I am juggling the scheduling you know, how to make it a little bit easier, I guess, would be what are your tips on just how to not go crazy? Like what yes. works for you when you feel you're you're just getting in that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here are a couple of things that work for me. And, and now this is also coming from a place where, you know, I am in a place where my two children are out of the house the majority right. of the day. So I think it is different. And um, I think it would be a lot different if I had children running around. Mm-hmm. Um in that in that sense, um, well, some of the things that have worked worked for me is that the night before, I always just kind of map out like what are the top five things that must get done the next day. Okay, and, and then I write down all the little things because there's mm-hmm. always little errands, there's little things, there's little yes. phone calls, there's emails, there's all the little stuff. But first, I write down like what are the top five things. So that's even a tool. If anyone's listening, I, I have a specific worksheet on this. You know, we could awesome on that. So that's something to just think ahead of time because then you're intentional and planful about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I find, and I have to remind myself of doing this too, and this happens as a working mom. You could be working on something. And then you get like a call from the school, right? Yes. Or you get an email from the doctor or something. And you're in that moment of, but I really, really wanted to finish this thing at work. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, and I've been there. I was there like a couple months ago in this exact situation. What I encourage people to do there is just like stop for a moment and like for mm-hmm. a minute, just, be, just feel all the stuff. Like, feel yes. it. Like, you were working on this and you just got distracted. Like, feel that. Like, embrace it. And then what you need to do is you just need to make you you have to empower the choice. And if the mm-hmm. if the right choice is to focus in on the doctor, or if the right choice is to focus on the school, and it often is, right? Because that's why it's coming in. Right. Just say to yourself, I am making the choice to do this now. And I'm gonna yeah. empower that choice. And then just go. <laughs> Start doing it. <laughs> just go before you just, change your mind. <laughs> just go and do it. Um and and just know that. I think when you say to yourself, I, say to yourself, I'm making that choice, mm-hmm. it allows you to get in the driver's seat because yes. it's not like, oh, life is happening to me. It's like you're actually choosing to do this yes. because it's important um, to your role. 
I love that. You know, um, yeah. And then just here's a silly thing. Like we, we have in the, in my office, I have these like uh, doors that have glass on them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call them, but they're just like glass doors. And oh, I sometimes have these curtains <laughs> that I put down. They're like removable curtains. I got yes. them. You can just tape them up and then put them down. Oh, those are nice. So if I if the kids are around and I have like something super important to do, they know that that's the sign. Like, okay, you really can't come. <laughs> do in. not disturb. Yeah, yeah. So there's you know things you can rituals or like that's a sign in our family. That's um, good. I know that, but um. Yeah, I'm just looking at them right now, and um, <laughs> the kids aren't here right now. But if I if they were here right now, I would probably have them up so that like right. they know I'm on the podcast with you. I think I need to start doing that because the other night I was doing a live, and my daughter just comes in and she's she was asking me for like a piece of cheese. I'm like, no, mommy, it's a, no. She's like, can I have a piece of cheese? I'm like, no, no, you cannot. So I so said, we need to work on that. We need to work on signals. Like every time the door is closed and the sign is up, you cannot come in. But I love those little things though, because it is, you know, I think as moms, you're trying to do, you know, you just need to set that boundary, obviously, mm-hmm. so that you, this is mommy's workspace. This is mommy's work time. And this is, you know, you need to leave me in quiet and unless it's an emergency or, you know, something really important, but just to have that boundary and be able to focus and not feel like you said life is happening to you. You're making that choice, which I think too, maybe removes some of the guilt of, you know, leaving something undone or the fact that what you said about emotions, the fact that Mm -hmm. you said sit in your emotions has been I can't even tell you just everyone that I have spoken to that is huge just to sit and let those emotions come feel them and don't push them away. And then for myself, that has been huge since having kids and really understanding, uh, you know, I've always been very open that I've gone through a miscarriage and I said, Mm -hmm. I really had to sit and feel. And that was just something that I thought I was pretty good at. And then you have stuff like that and you're like, mm, no, we, we need to work on that. <laughs> that is something we really need to work on. So I just feeling those feelings and being okay with that. It's okay to feel annoyed as a mom that you got interrupted when you were working on something that is really important to you or that you feel like you need to just have that focus, that mental energy on. And I think a lot of moms get maybe a little bit guilty about feeling like, oh, I shouldn't be annoyed at my kids because they interrupted me. And it's like, well, no, it's okay. You're human. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel that. And I felt that. And just let yourself be annoyed. It doesn't mean that you stay in that moment, but just yeah. let it come and let's move on. And and then I think you can move on in your day. You don't hold on to that. Do you right. find that when you're telling them, you know, sit with it so you don't bring that into the rest of the day? Right. Yes, exactly, 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 for sure. And that's like the whole thing too, around like every every moment is a new start. Every you know minute mm-hmm. is a new start. And I just love how you are you're so open about so many things on your podcast, oh, and you just you. bring like space for people to listen. Mm-hmm. I think that's just so so valuable what you're doing in, in just thank creating. It's mm-hmm. like we need more of this. We need more like real real conversation. Yes. That's why is that there's so many moms out there that are just, you know, you feel alone. And I have felt that not to say that, you know, my family is not a great family, but you just feel alone in certain, in certain seasons of motherhood or going through certain things. And you feel like you don't have that space to come and talk to anybody. And you're just thinking, 
I'm alone in this. And especially I think for moms that are trying to figure out the transition from going back to work or, or leaving work because you go back to work and then you find out you don't really want to be there. And so navigating that, because I know there's a lot of judgment sometimes that you feel that comes with that. I think we had mentioned it the last time we talked is that you feel a little bit of judgment if someone is saying they want to stay home. You know, they go back to work and then they feel like they're, they want to stay home. The judgment that sometimes can come with that, or the the fact that you transition from being at home to going back to work, there's judgment there too. So yeah, I, yeah, I think that I, like, I felt that so much. Mm -hmm. I think that's maybe I remember, I think I mentioned to you how, like I, I, my professional backgrounds in HR. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, I was you know, on like an HR leadership track and, and yes. it, you know, my career was going great. And I had always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And it was like these two, these two goals or these two dreams. And I felt such a tug and I felt a lot of like, I'm letting someone down and like, yes. what are they going to think about me if I do this? And what are they going to think about me? All those things. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's when I really needed a coach. And I didn't <laughs> have one. I didn't have one at the time, but um, that's okay. <laughs> Things worked great. out. Yes. That you can take that because now you know how that felt. And so you can take it and say, you know, I understand what you're going through right now because mm-hmm. I was there and I didn't have that support system. So for you to be able to be that support system, is just, it's amazing. And I, I admire you and I'm so just thankful for people that like you have said, Hey, I'm going to take this and turn it into something to help others. Like it's just, I feel like so many moms out there just need to know you're not alone and people are always going to judge no matter what you're going to be judged if you stay home you're going to be judged if you go to work so you have to figure out what is best for you and your family and also not to feel like you are letting everybody down um and just really if you can find someone like Carrie to <laughs> chat with and bounce those ideas off of to make sure that, you know, you're going in that clear direction of where you really want to go, but also have that support to say, Hey, I'm scared. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm scared that I'm obviously, like we said, you're going to be judged and let someone down, but it's just motherhood is hard. And I said, you just don't have those open conversations because of social media, I feel like has really made it so that everything is just, you know, picture perfect. And, and you have, you know, behind the scenes, I had mentioned to another guest, I said, you don't want to see my house right now. <laughs> it's like, this This is like a nice little green screen. But behind this is just not that's why I have this up here right now, because I have the sink is full of dishes, but it's okay, I will get to them when I can. But it's, you know, life is not perfect. And I don't feel like any mom should feel like you have to be and it's okay to not be okay. And to, you know, try to figure out where you're at and where you're going. And it's okay to ask for help. I'm taking my own advice here as I'm <laughs> saying this to you. But so as we wrap up, I feel like we could just chat forever. I so I feel like I'm going to have to have you back on because well, there's so many things that we could talk about. But I, I really truly want moms to know that if they feel like they need some help and support, they can connect with you. So how would they connect? Well, I'll have all the information on, um, you can check it out in the description, the show notes, but where is the best way to connect with you? If they're saying, you know, this sounds like I need someone that's in my corner. I need someone to help me with this because I don't know where I need to go and how to transition. Um, what's the best way for you to connect with them? 
Yeah, thanks for that. Um, well, there's there's my website you can check out, which is okay. um, cravalocoaching.com. Then on Instagram, I'm pretty active there. Okay. And I really like to offer like tips and suggestions, mm -hmm. you know, not like yes. I don't do like many like quotes. It's more like here's some like here's some real life things that you can try. So yes. that's on Instagram. That. Um, so it's Harry <laughs> underscore Carvalho underscore coaching. Okay. Um, Facebook. I'm also under Facebook. So there's the link there. Okay. Um, and I, the way I like to, you know, connect with, with women is anyone, if, if there's like any like inkling, like, Oh, I want to learn more. Or I don't know if this is for me. I talk with everybody for mm -hmm. like at least a 15 minute fitting call. And we just, awesome. we just chat and it's totally complimentary. And then oftentimes I also do complimentary calls with folks too, because okay. it, sometimes you don't know what it's like. And so yes. I, and I'm so upfront too. Like sometimes people come to me and they say, like, they think I'm like a career coach and like I am, I deal with careers, but I don't um, specifically like focus in on like resume review or LinkedIn or, you know, right. cover letter stuff. I help people with that in general, like kind mm -hmm. of like all the things they want to be bringing into those, but I'm upfront. I'm like, I don't, I direct them somewhere else if it's not right. a fit. Right. Yeah. So Which I'm totally great. open to talking to anybody. Um, so yeah, I think there's a link there. Just schedule a 15 minute fitting call. I'd love to meet yes. you. Yes. And it's definitely, you're so open and you're just so easy to talk to. It's, I would encourage the listeners, mamas, if you even feel like just listening to Carrie and you're mm -hmm. like, Oh, I feel like I could just really, I just really need to talk to her. Just <laughs> schedule the call because you will not regret it. And I'm just so happy that I could have you on and I definitely will be asking you to come back if you want to come back and chit chat about mm -hmm. other stuff because so much value and just so many tips. So with that, I want to say thank you again, Carrie, for coming on and just sharing your your value and your tips on just how to transition and just, you know, what moms go through and always remember you are loved if you have a purpose and there's a reason why you're here. And if you like this, don't forget to like it, subscribe and share it if you love listening to these episodes. So I hope that you all have a great day.